Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is an AFL podcast, and this one is the season 2020 primer for the Saints. So before we get into the 2020 for the Saints, we'll have a quick look back at 2019, uh, where the Saints finished 8th on 9 wins. Um, what did you they think? They didn't of, finish 8th, did they? 14th on 9 wins. I don't know why I said 8th. I'm staring at 14th. 14th on 9 wins. Um, so where does that... Is that a pass or a fail for the Saints? I'd say it's a definite fucking pass because Mm. they weren't in the media for any ridiculous, terrible off-field shit. Yeah, I feel that's... Well, there was one. Yeah, it was was minor by St. Kilda standards. (laughs) Minor by St. Kilda standards. What was it? I forgot. It's been a long season. Uh, They got a coach sacked. Oh, I mean, mean, you know, expect to say a coach here and there. Well, I mean, we'll start with the lows for the Saints last year, and and that is obviously one of them. Um, Who could have seen it coming, especially when they signed... Uh, Brett Ratton in yeah, preseason yeah, yeah. as an assistant coach <laughs> from Hawthorne. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. What's this going on with? Yeah. Um, but it was one of the weirdest uh, sackings as well because it was sort of, they weren't terrible. Yeah. And they yeah. weren't terrible enough to be terrible to get yeah. what they needed. It was sort of just malaise a little bit. Yeah. Well, St. Kilda and, and coaching choices have never been, uh, well, keeping coaches never been yeah. a really good thing. Like, I remember they sacked Mark and Black because he told them the truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was only there for 16 games, but I think Mark and Black was only there for three days a week as well. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But. Was it the start of the season when um, oh, Richardson was being interviewed and he said, well, finals is an expectation. And uh, it might have been Mike Sheen interviewing him and said, if that's the expectation, I fear for your job. I don't think it was Mike Sheen, but uh, you're definitely right on everything else. Um, and I think when he said it was an expectation, um, I think of reading into it, it was a contractual expectation. Right, yeah. In that if he did make finals, they couldn't sack him. Yeah. And when it came clear that they weren't going to make finals, I think the the it became a fait accompli. You know, yeah. It was yes. always going to end up that way. Pick but the I, ball off the green. Look, you know. Sometimes I think coaches are sacked... Um, without cause sometimes because the, they they can't outperform their cattle. Yep. But I don't I can't think of a player who's gone to St Kilda and gotten better. Yeah. Um, it's very uh, hard to think of. Uh, many... Let's try to think about it. All right. Who, who's <laughs> gone to St Kilda and been better? I, I don't know. I'll have to come back to you on that one. Um, um, but, I mean, they have been unlucky, but there's only so long you can claim unlucky. Well, you, that's true. Like, yeah. they pick up Jake Carlisle and all of a sudden things are fucking looking rosy as hell. <laughs> that was never a good move. No one agree with that. St. Kilda supporters fucking did. I mean, yeah. within um, 24 hours, he was on a cocaine binge. So. Yeah. Yep. They pick up Hanabry and they're thinking, oh, you'll come good. That was terrible. So, so, that no was one, dumb. No one expected that to be good. Um, um, turnovers were fucking deplorable. Yeah. 
They were terrible. I still remember Montagna to go down to the uh, the back pocket just to get the ball out of the back line. Yeah. He's like, I'm the playmaker. What the fuck am I doing One of their best That was users- a couple of years ago, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it hasn't yeah. changed is what you're saying. Yeah. One of their best users of the ball was Max King. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's actually, yeah, it's not like, far off. It's like the, the bloke has barely got his balls dropped. Well, it seemed like they never had a strategy with recruiting. They always had either 20 mm-hmm. forward players or um, 16 you know, outside mids. Well, through... Um, not on purpose, but I happen to watch a lot of Saints games this year, uh, live, I mean. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. And then you do get the f- feeling, and I know we said this during the year as well, uh, they are working hard. Oh, they're, just, they're not working, working really smart hard. at all. No. Um, and you see them work so hard, especially when they got the ball on the back um, uh, back 50, yeah. um, to, you know, working so hard to create space on the opposite side of the ground. Then they get to the opposite side of the ground and go, now what? I, yeah. think, I think we went to the Saints-Bulldogs game and um, St. Kilda were ahead for a bit, and none of the crowd was worried, none of the Bulldogs yeah. crowd. And we always sort of felt, oh, the Bulldogs still have this. You just didn't, there was no, um, uh, even belief from the team. They were like, oh, fuck, we're ahead, what do we do? Yeah. Um, I mean, they did have some good wins. Um, well, they showed no, some good yeah. good uh, quarters, and I think they have cleaned up the list a little bit, got yeah. rid of some... Superf- I don't agree with some of the people they got rid of, but well, they, I mean, they, some, they were definitely some superfluous positions. Yeah, they were very active in the off-season. Yeah. I did, one thing I did notice watching them is that they didn't change up their game style much. Like A lot of teams will have, you know, they'll play the indirect style game, going side to side, switching out, and then once in a while they'll go fast direct, bang, 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 and try and move it quickly. Yeah. But uh, Saints just always seem to play the indirect style. Yeah. Well, I feel like when they go to training... They just, all right, let's just do a little simulation. All right, so the Ruckman goes up, he taps down to so-and-so, he kicks it forward to Bruce, who obviously is not there, and uh, then they can go. And then someone's like, what happens if they win the Ruck? Ah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. It's not important right now. Well, I mean, we get to their highs. I mean, that was one of their highs in the year was in the Ruck, was uh, Marshall. Yeah, yeah. um, Who was uh, an absolute shining light for him. Yeah. The funny thing was, I think um, for the last couple of seasons, we've, tipped Hickey to have breakout seasons yeah. and uh, we were fucking wrong well, well he had one solid se- half a season Hickey yeah he had yeah. about six yeah. solid games but before that they had just failing rock stocks all over the shop yeah. basically well, and they still did this year and the only yeah. reason Marshall uh, yeah, really got to go in the ruck was because they were running out yeah, you know, yeah. Longer was injured Hickey was injured yep. or, sorry traded um, and they just run out they had nobody left and went well can you try it for us and yeah. it worked the other one I liked was uh, Josh Battle yeah, had a, showed a little bit. Thought an appropriate name for a backman. Yeah, yeah. apparently he plays football. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, we're getting onto the mongrel aspect, but uh, he had a bit of that about him, which, you know, it's vital for a backman. You need to have that. Um, and Seb Ross took out their uh, best and fairest as well. So obviously fair enough. he's had a, a, f- a fair enough year as well. Um, I think uh, Marshall might have won it if uh, he was uh, playing mm. from round one. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a, <coughs> that's a good sign for the young lad. Um, every season, Saints get hyped up. Yeah. Well, and to be honest, I mean, even this year again, there was off-field stuff that still came back to bite them in injuries. Mm. Um, Paddy McCartan didn't play all year. Yeah, he shouldn't um, have. Again. Like, and I think he's, as we speak, he's on a indefinite leave from football altogether. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. we're in a bit of danger of playing doctor having no degree and not examining him. However, mm-hmm. fuck it, it's my podcast. Yeah. He should not be playing footy. No, we said that the year before last, yeah. I believe. Yeah. 
But yeah. I do like, you know, they've kept him within the club, so at least they can yeah. pay for his fucking treatment. Exactly. I like, look after him, but fuck, there's yeah. more, like, living's more important that, than playing football. That interview yeah. he did with Triple M, I think, during mid-year, yeah, you go, well, that is fantastic. Uh, not fantastic, but it was amazing. Yeah. Saying, like, he has trouble going to the supermarket because the lights yeah. are too bright. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. He has yeah. to sleep in the back room for the noise. Well, how many matches he missed through a concussion now? Uh, All of them. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And he's a number one draft pick that they obviously never got to see yeah. him play footy. Yeah. Yeah. He has bigger issues than that, but we're oh. only looking at the Well, I'm glad. Things. Like, I just saw the news last night. Apparently, he's signed to fight Chuck Liddell. So it should be a pretty, <laughs> Great. pretty, pretty good fight at uh, Ryzen 213 in Russia. Good tag yeah. match with Rampage. Yeah. Um, so we'll have a look at their list changes because that was where the Saints were most active um, during the off season. Um, more than just about any other club. So we'll go through the outs first. Um, Armitage um, is a, a bit of a loss, but again, I yeah. felt like the Saints had got it all out of him as they were going to. Yeah, for I really sure. I like him as a player too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was, he's obviously the best for a fucking good 18 games, Yeah, I would say. Um, they were sort of waiting for him to really go to that elite level and it didn't quite come on for yeah. him. Um, Billy Longer. Like we said, he, they've had enough of him and they've decided that Marshall is uh, their future. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Rowe, who, I'll be honest, didn't realise he went to the Saints. <laughs> played uh, played one game under Brett yeah, Ratton yeah. to make his uh, 100th. Yep. One of the few Carlton players that just don't ever do shit. <laughs> well, traded. Uh, he, he didn't... I always liked him he as a player. Carlton, right? He, he did come yeah. from Carlton. He played 99 games for Carlton, yeah. one for St Kilda. And so they, should the, they should get the father. Is that life then. membership? I don't know, 100 <laughs> games? No. No, well, Sydney Swans, uh, St. Kilda wouldn't have many life members. It meant AFL. It's, it's, it's 200. Um, uh, Jack Stephen, who is a, a, obviously a, a massive issue there as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of off-field stuff, and he wanted to go home. And uh, to be fair, you know, the Saints probably got dudded with uh, what they could have got yeah. on the trade table. But sure. it was always going to happen. Yeah. And I'd like to believe that uh, with, especially, he missed, I think, two stints through mental health this year. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think that any club faced with that would do what they can. Like, yeah. Okay, we understand. Yeah. And you'd hope you wouldn't just try and fucking stitch him up at the trade table when you're getting him as well. Yeah. yeah. But I it, mean, you, it does lower the value, though, when you know... Of course it does. Because um, it's not like an ankle where you can get doctors and prescribe something and you know when it's going to be fixed. Yeah. He may never play again. Or he might, uh, you know, get himself in order and uh, handle it and yeah. Yeah. Again, bust out. Not to play doctor, but the fact that he's going back home and he'll be around family and friends... You feel like, you know what, he's going to be happy. He's going to, yeah, and you feel um, like you've got to make him realise that football should not be your life. And I do like the, I think he kicked three goals on his return game and yep. he even said, oh, carrying a bit of beef. Um, <laughs> Stewie Jew was looking at him going, yeah, mate, not yeah. bad, not bad. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, though, if you're kicking goals. Yeah. Um, Blake Akers, uh, they traded away to uh, Frio. Um, I think they would have liked to keep him, but... Um, I mean, I still think that's return on there. I still yeah. think that's money yeah. for nothing. Oh, oh, mate. No, it wasn't they, for nothing. They, they, were nothing. <laughs> they got plenty back. They got plenty back. Don't worry about that. That's what I mean. It was nothing to them yeah. in value, and they got something for him. I, I still think he, he had value at Saints, and he was very popular, but yeah, yeah bigger fish to fry. Uh, Josh Bruce, who I th- again, I think they would have preferred to keep, but yep. um, I think it might be best for his footy anyway. Yeah. He just goes somewhere else. They had too many people in the forward line to begin with. Like he was good forward line, but I thought he was better as an outside mid, which they got plenty of as well. I mean, his main problem is the goal square. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cannot kick yeah. a goal from the goal square. Nah. He's missed more than anybody else, I reckon. Yeah. Um. Oh, so yeah, that's that's it for the for the major outs. Now the ins, where they were very active. Uh, big big ins. Yeah. Uh, this is 
where they've improved the list the fucking most. Yeah, except for Zach Jones. But, yeah, I've, I have not seen so many good ins in a long time. Well, we'll start with Zach Jones there. I mean, uh, not the cleanest player, but lots of mungle. Exactly. I mean, you know what? That's Stick good. him in the back line, tell him to kick it long. Right yeah, well, yeah. hard kick long. If you've got so many low draft picks, young lads coming in, yeah. you need that bloke who's willing to you know, go the knuckle if he has to. And I, I, think, Jones, I think Jones has already... Uh, yeah already put about three people down just over the Christmas break with his family. <laughs> <laughs> they picked up lots of future picks, didn't they, with their trade activities? Oh, so I think this they year... They didn't have many bit, picks this year. <laughs> no, but I think this year they're short as well, but next year yeah. is when they, they all come good. Come good. Uh, Dougal Howard from, uh, Dougie uh, Howie. from Port. I really like him. I like him too. He's a good, solid mm. player down back. Yeah. And again, I don't know why Port let him go so easy. They're, they're tanking Port. I can't yeah, yeah. They're moving to Hobart. But Dougal Howard is the best 18 player. Um, he can anchor down that back line. And I think, you know, if you put him alongside Carlisle, mm. you know, there's, mm. there is enough forward duo in the AFL that they go, you know what, we're, what do we do? We're, we're yeah. outmatched. Yeah. Yeah. We've got our two guys. You pick which two you go on. We'll work it out from there. You know, mm. It takes a lot of panic out of the game planning, I think, for them. That's a great pickup. Oh, and because it's so hard to find quality backmen. Like, because it's, it's hard to gauge... Um, how to gauge a quality backman. Whereas a forward, you can say, oh, you know, he kicked 40 goals a year. That's that's a forward yeah. player, and he's taken X amount of marks. But with a backman, you're kind of like, well, okay, now that we're playing zone D. Yeah. Mm. There is no, he stopped 40 goals last year. Like, yeah. yeah. Did he? Yeah. You, know, yeah. you can say, oh, you know, he won so many contested <laughs> yeah, marks yeah. or whatever, but it's still, well, all right, if, if you were actually on your game, your yeah. player wouldn't have been near the ball anyway. So... Uh, Howard is definitely a, a well-made defender, and he's going to be that way for a very long fucking time. It's a great pickup. And uh, for some reason, Port's like, "Oh, we want to play on the wing. We want to play forward." And he's like, "No, nah, bloke, I'm, uh, I'm back." Yeah. Um, Paddy Ryder, who I think is an interesting one, because obviously he's the north side of thirty, yeah. and uh, really wanted out of Port. So we understand why Port got rid of him. And they've got Carlisle, another ex Essendon reject. That you don't <laughs> fucking in with him. Well, I think he's a good mate of uh, of Paddy's as well. It's not good. So that was their long term Not plan. good. I think Paddy is just he might be a little bit of a coach for Marshall. They're, they're playing Gwent. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. You play Paddy, all yeah. of a sudden Carlisle comes in as well. Well, yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Paddy's got probably one or two years left in him, um, and he's had his injury issues in the last couple yeah. anyway. But I think they but, need a lot out of him, which oh, I don't think he has to give. But he, he's still uh, fucking big. He's, exactly. He's still he's big. big. So is Carlo. He's dumb as shit. <laughs> Paddy, Paddy's what got some, big blokes are. Paddy's got some X factor about him, but it's, yeah. just, it's injuries, you know. Yeah, it's usually ecstasy. <laughs> north, uh, north side of thirty as well. Mm. Uh, Dan Butler, who, huge. Exactly what they need. <laughs> no, but he is a handy player. He is exactly what they need. Um, it's going to be interesting. A handy player on a mediocre team, as opposed to a handy player on a Premiership yeah. team. I think he's going to run a muck. Um, and really, uh, just squeezed out at uh, at Tigerland. Yep. So not a um, it wasn't pushed out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, he, just didn't, he just didn't need him. Yeah, exactly. He's too, just, good, he's too, good, to, too good to play in the twos, not good enough to play in our ones. Yeah. Do you reckon he wanted to check out the trophy cabinet and couldn't find it? <laughs> like, and where's oh, hang, it's in the drawer? Um, I think like, no, no, it's it. just up high. Just yeah, <laughs> it's, it's behind the Milo. Um, <laughs> just just shift aside the uh, sweet and low, and you, you, there it is. And that's Robert Harvey's brown loose. <laughs> and of course, their biggest pickup was uh, Brad Hill, who they moved heaven and earth to get set their sights Fair on play. him early, um, and delivered. You know, that's Huge. what they set out for. So in fact, to land Brad Hill and all those others, yeah. Um, oh, the, what that, an off season! Their uh, list management's already uh, won their best and fairest. Well, I think that's perfect strategy. Just try and make your team not St Kilda. <laughs> <laughs> They've done very well. They've nailed it. They've but nailed it. Brad Hill has got three premierships and he's on his third club, and I think yep. he's I think he's fourteen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like fourteen with seven kids. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I do like that uh, he left Melbourne because he wanted to go back home, or uh, yeah, mm. back to you know back home to Perth and play with his brother. Two years, won a best and fairest, and went. You know what, yep. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. wants to go back to Melbourne. I'm yeah. fucking off. You know what, I like this, my brother. I like this cash thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty fucking good. So he's getting paid every time he turns around. Yeah, That's what, yeah. like he would have been on uh, a decent enough wage over Above the West. Average, yeah. Um, but with this move, he'd moving up another fucking tax bracket. So he might be in the top ten in the AFL now. Yeah. Uh, or if he's not, he's damn close. He'd be the top of St Kilda, easy without without a doubt. Um, yeah. You know, once you take uh, Hanbury's fines out of his wage. Or his medical bills. <laughs> mm. But um, I, I, I think he's a brilliant pickup, fantastic player, has the wheels, has the yeah. creativity. Um, he's exactly what they fucking needed yeah. for so long. He's outside run and he's a classy ball user. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you think, who's the most creative player at St Kilda and... Without him in the list, I'm, doing, I'm yeah. fucking stretching. I'm, exactly, I'm going back to Max King, I say, who they hope will make his debut this year. Yeah, so uh, I think the general general sort of uh, benchmark of for creativity in St Kilda was doing things that you never expected a player to do because you shouldn't do it. So <laughs> wow, that was creative. I mean, you know, they got well. I was going to say Nunes, but they don't have him anymore. No, he's gone. Um, but uh, you know, they got all their jacks. There, a lot of them are creative. But yeah, well, they've got a few now, few less. They got one less yeah, at least. Um, all right, so who's going to have a big year for him this year? Dan oh. Butler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huge year. They're good. Um, Dan Butler. I mean, I'd have to go to Brad Hill just to fucking pump up what we've just given him. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that'll be part of their strategy as well. Just like, all right, get it to him. What then? Just fucking whatever. <laughs> Let him decide. Yeah, He'll just fucking tear off on a run. Yeah. And uh, if anyone can catch him, good luck to him. And uh, if they can't, well... Try and get on the end of the ball. Well, I mean, uh, and then give it back to him as he's running past. Any of the knocks against Brad Hill is one is uh, I don't think he's seen a tackle, let alone laid one. Oh, look, the only thing keeping him in the ground is the fence. Yeah. Mm. However, you got other people that can do that. Let him run on the outside, and playing at uh, Docklands means he's going to be under the roof, so he doesn't have to worry about a wet ball. Yeah, I mean, fair set of wheels and all that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, he's a player you, you can build that offense around, as long as he can hit a target inside in the in. Into the fifty, yep. Um, though, if, and, and he fucking can. There's no doubt there. So that uh, entries into fifty is where they've really fallen over. Yeah. In well, I think Rebot was there. 
So he's going to make a, well, so much of a difference having him there. Even then, they'd have play, play him on the wing in the end. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, um, um, You'd really hope that Marshall shows that last year wasn't just a flash in the pan. Yeah. Um, if he becomes mm. solid, he can, you know, try and challenge Grundy and Gorn and say, you know what, that All-Australian spot, I reckon I can have a crack at it. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they're just missing um, a bit of body and structure. And I feel like if they improve their base where they can actually let their stars shine and play their own game, it's going to be big. So I think they just need a, a big year out of Jack. Well, <laughs> Safe bet. Safe Safe bet. <laughs> well, I think with uh, Battle, Battle, Carlisle and um, Howard running that back line, it should be one of the best back lines in the league if they can work together. It's a big call. It's, it's going to take them a call. little while to get it all moving yeah. because not only have you got all these new players, you've also got a coach that's only been there for, well, in, in the head coach role for six yeah. games or, or whatever it was. Well, I think that's the advantage though because there's, there's no expectation of immediate delivery Yeah, and back lines generally do take uh, about a season to gel because you've got to yeah. know where you are, where your man is, where your mate's man is, where yeah. your mate yeah. is, what you're going to do. And you know where help's coming from. Yeah, it's so much about a, a team game now that it has to be a, a choreographed dance, essentially. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect uh, those three to gel from round one, but midway through the season, you could start to see some really good uh, backline structure. And, Big uh, and Coke, they'll be best mates. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't rate Carlisle. I think he's done. I think he had a flash in the pan at Eston surrounded by great players, but when he has to have responsibility, he's just nowhere. Well, I don't think there'll be as much responsibility um, as battles coming up and Howard as well. I thought you He'll said be- that was the best backline in the AFL. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't have that responsibility as well. So ah, he won't be the general. Cool. He'll, he'll be able to focus he'll on his role. Pick up the slack. Yeah. Um, those two young lads, they could be anything. Um, Membry's going to be an interesting one uh, this year yeah. as well because they're still going to need some goals out of him because uh, Max King you know, obviously hasn't played yet. So it's going to be a little while before they are confident enough to throw uh, Maxi out there. But they do need to put him out there. Yep. Because all the talk off-season was signed, you know, maybe his brother Ben comes to us. Well, Benny's just mm. signed a big contract up at the Gold Coast and he's staying there. Yep. So is. Yeah. Maybe Gold Coast looking the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I just reckon they'll both have their own careers and people will stop trying to put them together. But mm. um, Membry's got to be uh, the general up forward, which doesn't happen that often. But um, mm. Bruce is gone, which means King's got to play more, which means you've got a lot of inexperience up forward. Membry's your captain, the forward captain, if you like. Mm. I guess a hot cold on Membry. Like yeah. some, sometimes I watch a quarter of his game and I'm like, fuck, look at him go. Because he's you know very hard at the ball, you know pretty Barry Hall style intimidation of a forward player, and then other times he's just nowhere near where the ball's dropping, yeah. and you're thinking, what's he fucking thinking? Well, a lot of that too is the Saints midfield. Yeah, that, that's very true. Like I was yeah. saying before, the inside four fifty, he, he was doing a bit of a richo where he's just yeah. getting the shits, and you know, I'm, not, I'm not fucking running there. What are you kicking it there for? Yeah. Well, the Saints just look like they fail to read defense. So you got the ball, and you can't read where they're just trying to trap you and kicking yeah. the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, a new coach with no pressure, because he's fine. Absolutely. He's fine. Zero pressure on the coach. Um, I think you could see some creativity, which they've been fucking missing. Yep. And also, the opportunity for players to just try new shit. Yep. They're not worried about getting dropped, because their VFL team sucks too. True. (laughs) True. Um, Who's on the outer at the club? Uh, Jake Carlisle. Carlisle. (laughs) I feel like I made that that clear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I had pass. Like we've talked about McCartan, that's a you know there's an asterisk there. That's a little bit different. Yeah. I think Carlisle's still going to be the number one backman in the in the side. I I, I disagree that he's going to be the the pickups. He, he's still like if they're playing against uh, you know Geelong, he's going to go to Hawkins. Um, 
I'd say he's bright enough to be the general. He's not, no, without a doubt. But you know, he's a backman. He's yeah. Those yeah. veteran backman moves are going to start becoming his uh, uh, playbook yeah. um, very you shortly. Want, slip some coke and get Asada to I'm fuck around. I was more impressed with Robertson as a backman. I didn't rate him when he when he first came in. Yeah. But I thought he's picked up year after year and gotten he's better and better. Well. And hopefully, you know, they want to get more out of Geary this year. Yeah. Um, who, who spent a lot of times yeah. uh, off the field last year, and you know, I was really glad when he got the captain's call. But mm. yeah, mm. besides that, I mean, they've done well, a Hanabry, massive yeah, clean obviously. Well, Hanabry. The problem with Hanabry is they've signed him to a massive contract for four years did they well actually oh, they took over a massive contract well yeah there say. is that fucking hell um, so are Sydney still paying part of that I don't think so I oh. think that was the that was the sticking point the, mm. the sticking point yeah with the negotiations for some reason that sticks in my head um, which is why they got him for nothing uh, essentially but yeah, pay um, the contract. as long as you pay the contract you can have him mm. that type of stuff Whenever someone offers that, you always got to be sceptical. Like, uh, It's not like they were hiding the fact know. he had injury issues. I know. <laughs> like, why, I don't understand why they took it up. Yeah, I, I still think it's a mistake. But anyway, it's one they're, they're uh, stuck with for now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they just thought their culture was strong enough. Or maybe they thought he would bring the culture. You know? And yeah. who knows? Maybe, maybe he, he is. Maybe he did. Yeah. Know, just um, get into a seminar or something. <laughs> uh, so where do we see the Saints finishing in uh, 2020 after finishing 14th on nine wins? Well, on the back of Dan Butler's 65 goals next year, <laughs> uh, or this year, I've got them uh, really peachy eighth so t- sneaking in the finals. Tell us what you think of Dan Butler. Well, Dan Butler, I think he's going to be supported by um, basically Brad Dan Hill, uh, Zach Jones, uh, Paddy Ryder, Dougal oh, Howard. Well, in other words, anybody who uh, wasn't there last year. Ryan Burns and <laughs> some, some dude named Jack Mayo. <laughs> Josh, where you got uh, the Saints finishing? I mean, fuck, I just learnt four new players' names <laughs> right there. Um, you know they actually up to seven jacks. They actually increased. I got to say, and and they lost some. Yeah, and they still kept uh, kept rising yeah. up. They know quads is the most you can get. Yeah, and, and there's a Zach and a Jake in there as well. I mean, it's it's close. A couple of beers well, and they're the same name. <laughs> Zach Jones is pretty much you know Jack Zones. Jack Zones, same exactly. shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, f- fuck, I'm not that confident on them, but I've still got them going up to thirteenth. Because there's other teams I'm less confident on. Yeah. Mm. Well, I said 11th because I think that they are great pickups. And without a doubt, on paper, their list is better this year than it was last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. I think, but yeah, I'll feel that's great. so much change that yeah. there's going to be ups and downs. They're I think that's not going to be They need to change from being St. Kilda. Yeah, a little bit. And that, that's why Richardson isn't coach anymore because they yeah. were just, yeah, okay, we potential yeah. for six yeah. years. Yeah, I, I think success this season in 2020 for St. Kilda is getting eight or nine games into their rookies. Yeah. yeah. And you need to promise nothing. Like the coach comes fresh, has zero promises, like didn't pitch for the job. Just here, take it. <laughs> didn't pitch Good for luck the job. To you. Was already given the job 12 yeah. months earlier. <laughs> God damn. And, yeah, it was a bit rough when Richo comes in and you've got uh, Ratton checking the drapes and, oh, this <laughs> office is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they well, introduced you, but, it. Here's Richardson, our coach currently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, I said eleventh, which is an improvement, but I think they it'll just their inconsistency with so much change. Mm. Um, it'll take them just that little bit to to finally nail it down. But once they do, that list is good enough to do anything. Yep. If they can keep it together, which if they're smart, they'll start signing people up to about two or three years, you know, <laughs> yeah. pretty quickly, mm, so wow. that they're seen through to twenty twenty two, and that should be their success period. That should be. It. All right. That'll do us. Yeah, good yeah. luck. Peace. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.